This is the Office Manager Diaries, a podcast all about the highs and the lows of professionals in office management around the world. We'll delve into their career journeys and diaries where they'll share their stories, tips for success and things only office managers understand. Enjoy and please remember to give us a follow. Hello, welcome to the Office Manager Diaries. It's Hannah back with you for another episode and I'm so excited this week and you'll understand why as we get chatting because I am with Emma Martin, People and Workplace Manager in London. Emma and I have history and I'm sure as we go into this podcast you're going to find out a little bit more as to our history and how we met. Emma, thank you so much for being on the Office Manager Diaries with me today. Oh, you're more than welcome. I feel like I owe you, Hannah. (laughs) You always say that and I never think you do but it's very very kind of flattering and uh, maybe Emma will share why she feels like that as we go through the podcast as well but yeah as I said you know when I asked Emma to do this I think it was towards the end of last year and she said yes it was yeah one of my most exciting guests that I wanted to make sure we had lined up early on into launching the podcast so I'm really happy that you're here it's nice to see your face because it's been such a long time and We definitely need that wine to catch up in London at some point as well. Yeah, definitely. So, yes, 100% we need to get that in. So, firstly, if you can, Emma, tell us a little bit about your role, where you are at the moment, and how long you've been in the world of office management for and your career journey in getting there. Yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) It's a long one. Um, So, I've been in office management uh, for nearly about seven and a half years. Um, I originally worked on uh, reception for a serviced office company and I think there was maybe like 40 companies in the building um, and I worked on a very busy reception there. I found it quite a challenging role because that was kind of my first job out of college and then um, I went on to um, interview for where me and Hannah used to work at Berenberg and um Uh, yeah I just felt an interesting connection with the firm and also with Hannah and I thought it'd be great to be her assistant at the time Um, so that's kind of how I got into office management as such. Um, The firm that I'm currently in now is a private equity firm uh, in the West End of London. It is a startup. Um, I joined the firm as number six uh, and now we're around 20 employees. It's a very exciting role I'd say it's probably one of the most challenging roles that I've been in today. I moved the company from uh, serviced offices into our first London office and the type of projects that I've done with them is setting up the office management from its foundations, all its suppliers, but also the fit out was very challenging, but also quite fun, uh, was with working with architects and construction rather than traditional kind of DMB design and build. Uh, which was probably one of my biggest projects to date with them. Yeah, I um I didn't realise it was a startup. This this company, so I thought it was more established than that. So that's quite a growth that you've had in that time. Yeah, there was literally nothing. So I, I joined um as number six, and there was no processes, no suppliers. So my first point of call was to establish all the suppliers from. Well, stationary cleaners, IT. So I actually used to run um, part of the IT and I set up all the um, external IT and actually hired our first IT manager into the company, which was super exciting because 
I had a steep learning curve into IT, which I guess is probably one of the most craziest things I've ever done um, and not the most enjoyable, but it was a good experience. And I, I think I understand how things work better now. I mean, IT moves so fast, doesn't it? I don't know if you remember, I was an IT manager for an estate agent years ago before I, well, when I was sort of managing lots of branch secretaries and things. So I used to set up computers, used to build them, set up accounts. I used to be able to code and I couldn't do any of that now. Like it's moved. I mean, this was 20 years ago. It's moved on so much. So it, it is nice to delve into IT, isn't it? But you have to keep in it, don't you, I think, to keep up with it. So what would you say is the most challenging aspect of your role? You mentioned something there around the fit out, but, you know, perhaps something else that, you know, that's that's a project finish now. But what, what would you say is the most challenging part? I think the most challenging part is trying to manage all the priorities. So I look after the workplace and the office. It's very much established now. So it is quite good. It does run itself. Um, but working for a smaller company, I look after three EAs as well. So it's kind of the day-to-day -day management of them, although they are absolutely super, they're very light touch. And then also now my role has some of the HR aspects as well. So it's just trying to manage all the different priorities and as they come through, what is most important. We also don't have a front of house. So I am really asking a lot from my team um, and they are super experienced people to also do front of house as well. So it's kind of managing all the day to day items, but then also focusing on the bigger projects, because within our uh, company, we work with OKRs which are objectives um, and key results. Um, and because we are a startup, we want to focus on big projects that push the business forward rather than just getting stuck in your mailbox and all your day-to-day -day work. So it's trying to find that fine line of making sure that the office is running efficiently, that if the coffee machine breaks, I can get that fixed in a reasonable time, as well as running projects, uh, which I did at the back end of last year was completely change all kind of our performance management uh, review software and the process. And then also trying to look for, say, new suppliers uh, for our stationery, for example. So it's I think it's just a juggling act of trying to balance it all and obviously give management what they want as well and the business. Yeah, a constant juggling act. I was saying to Emma just before we started recording that she needs to put herself forward for an mm -hmm. office management award. And if you're listening, I think you might agree with that one because she's very much in a hybrid role with the HR hat on an office management hat but also line manager hat so there's line manager or manager of the year that you might want to go for as well there um okay so yeah I think prioritization is something that so many people struggle with and I think it's one of the key skills and something that makes you an amazing office manager when you nail that because the juggling you know I've said it before the distractions in these roles are so high where you're working on something and then suddenly like you say the coffee machine breaks or there's a leak from the toilets or there's you know no milk or whatever it might be and the demands on us are so much more now than they were when I was in office management because you've got the culture the well-being elements the perks in terms of you know cans of coke on tap and this kind of stuff that most offices are seeing these days so it really is a challenge to juggle. So what are you passionate about within this role and this remit? What really does get you up in the morning? I love the diversity of the role. Um, not one day is the same. And for me in the company that I'm in at the moment, I can really scope my role. 
and work on quite exciting projects because we are still very much a startup. Um, so I can really see myself making an impact on the business um, and the people that we hire and also the team. So I think it's kind of the diverseness of the role. You can really get stuck in in anything and everything and really make an impact. And I think that's the thing that kind of gets me out of bed every morning looking forward. It sounds quite cheesy <laughs> of going into the office and seeing my colleagues and uh, working on all these different projects. I mean, not all projects are exciting, uh, especially ones like sourcing, I don't know, payroll providers or something. This is more HR, but yeah, um, there are some really cool and exciting ones when you when you feel like you've found a great new supplier and you get great feedback of, oh, wow, they've really changed how the office works. Like our new cleaning company is quite amazing and yeah had a lot of great feedback so that's that's nice as well to have it's it's not all um juggling priorities and getting things getting things moving or things <laughs> and things breaking right it's I mean I, I think diversity is the thing that drives a lot of people into these roles and it's really nice to hear that you are getting that good feedback because that doesn't always come in these positions either. People just expect you to keep the lights on and keep things ticking over and don't always recognise and appreciate the effort that you go to in order to do that, particularly because of the diversity and how many responsibilities are in this role. So it's really good that, you know, and even when you say it sounds cheesy, but seeing your colleagues like, that makes the role yours right because that's why you're probably good at what you do because you enjoy going in supporting people creating that environment and and satisfying them and helping them to just get on and do their jobs so I think I would wholeheartedly agree with you that you know there's a, a degree of passion in it for me there as well so now is the time when we ask you to share a true story from your office manager career and diary or what we call the you won't believe it but so what can you share from a page in your diary that was perhaps you know quite an experience for you um <laughs> I think one of the things that I mean there's many but one of the things that I think really sticks with me um is we was in lockdown uh during COVID a lot of working from home and I was in the middle of a fit out project and obviously things changed throughout that project we had to go down to half a workforce because of the covid restrictions so it was a very challenging project to try and source materials but also try and stay on time and also try and get people in the new office and at that time i it was i think it was like the first lockdown i was also petrified of covid as well because of the news and i was driving in and out of london in my little car um thinking well I was driving probably about two hours each way so I was quite exhausted just to check that the site was on track that the project manager was happy that there was any issues and uh I was just working at home on the dining room table next to my boyfriend I don't know why we ever worked on the dining room table together because it just didn't work with calls but we did um I got a call from uh, somebody quite senior within the company um and they called me and they just said you don't care about you don't care about the office it's an absolute state I don't even know what's going on um 
And I think it really, well, yeah, it really hit me. I was in floods of tears. I've just never had anyone say this to me before. Um, but actually, it's funny now because we do, we do this. Me and this person, we do actually laugh about it. That you know, he uh, didn't didn't see me driving in and out of London and actually really caring about the office. Um, but I guess it also did kind of kick kick me um a little bit to try and actually reevaluate because maybe I did get a little bit I did complacent at that time um and it still sticks with me now <laughs> I don't ever want to receive a call like that again um so I guess yeah as and when you see things make sure you fix them <laughs> don't just leave mm. them or if they can't get fixed make sure you communicate it and try and keep the office as tidy as possible uh, because you don't want one of those calls <laughs> <laughs> but at the time it sounds like you were managing your new office site and the old one is that right then yeah yeah, so you had so two I, premises. yeah it was a that day when we closed up our old office our lease was coming to an end but we didn't really know the seriousness of COVID I know other organizations kind of shut down before us but I went in because a few people said I'm not feeling quite comfortable getting on the train or the tube um and I went to kind of the senior management and just said look I think we need to close the office today but our office was coming to a close within a few months so we actually had to pack up the whole office in that one day but there was still stuff at that office there was still stuff at the new office the new office was an absolute mess because we were going through um yeah we were going through a fit out so everything was a mess (laughs) It's like the unprecedented times, though, isn't it? No one had ever been through anything like that before, let alone, you know, again, it's the office manager is looked upon to just put that cape on and just be the hero that just goes, yeah, I know exactly what we need to do. And here's an action plan and I'll get it all sorted. And don't you worry, it's going to be smooth Mm -hmm. as, you know, and I think it's probably a testament to you because you'd been there for a while and it's the first time that they'd seen that kind of you know chaos if you don't mind me wrapping it up as that where it wasn't normal for you so they're like what you know what was going on so it probably speaks volumes as to your um you know work ethic and your organization prior to then but then yeah when shit hits the fan they they notice but that also means that you're doing your job very well when you are doing it well it's one of those funny ones isn't it if the lights go out they're like where's Emma um and they notice straight away so but otherwise they're just like oh it just all happens quite magically um yeah well thank you for sharing that yeah I mean these roles are so emotional at times so now if you can please share with me your highs your wins and successes and success moments where you're really proud and you're really satisfied and know that you have done a good job I guess yeah I mean there's quite a few I think um when we worked at Berenberg together um obviously seeing the business grow and the team grow that was a, a massive success and being able to run I think it was at the time there was three floors and then we took on a new building um, and running all that fit out and then moving different teams over to another building and seeing that process all the way through from searching for buildings all the way from choosing the fit out company and kind of executing the fit out. I think that's probably one of my career highs of moving like 110 people over to the office from a little old receptionist (laughs) on the front desk. Um, I think fit out for me has got to be probably one of the the most challenging but most rewarding projects and one of the probably one of my career successes. Um, The current place where I work at the moment, as I said before, is 
we work very differently to design and build they very much want to carve out how the office looks so that is very challenging in itself going for a traditional procurement route of tendering to architects then trying to tie in like workplace strategy then trying to source the furniture separately it's it's very very challenging and when someone has a very strong vision of what they really want the office to look like and to feel that again that can get quite emotional and it can get very personal so be able to execute one of a project like that which we did when we moved from service office into our um, new offices and when we have uh, some of our clients in they always show them around the building and when we're hiring as well they always show them around the floor and it's quite nice as well sometimes um, the guys might say oh this is Emma who brought together this office uh, so that that I guess for me yeah that's a real highlight um, and I guess just recently sorry I'm going off on tangents here um, I completed a HR uh, diploma my level five in CIPD which took me two years to do with um, a full-time role as well I need to yeah. actually but yeah um, recently completed that so that was a, a good achievement for I guess my new HR pieces yeah. I didn't realize you'd done the CIPD that's brilliant because yeah there's a lot of work involved in those not yeah. something I ever have any aspiration to do just FYI <laughs> but um I still as you know you may remember I still well away from HR but I uh, I you know congratulate you for doing it and wanting to do it <laughs> yeah so I mean yeah you're right because fit outs are I, I feel the same like they're so challenging but I think it's a way of really showcasing the best of you in terms of your organization skills but also how you communicate and manage upwards and take instructions because there's so much involved in it but I also think it's how you get to know the business really well when you do an office move whether it's an internal uh, shuffle or an external you know full-blown office move I think it is when you really get to understand the business and you get to know people by name because you're just you know right in the mix of it but also you know in a, a bit of a selfish way it really does highlight who you are and what you do for the company so it's great they're still acknowledging that when they bring people around and say you know this is this is Emma's doing so yeah I would be very proud too. Okay so we've spoken about your highs so now share for us any lows in your career any difficulties difficult moments conversations challenges that you have had that you haven't already shared with us so far there's quite a few as well um my biggest dislike of office management is office moves like reshuffles I just is I think it's really hard to I, the project planning I enjoy and it's good to get your team involved with that as well to make them feel a part of it but when you're having to like work weekends to reshuffle around especially some of the moves that we did were so large it was like was it 100 people in one weekend or um, something like that <laughs> yeah I mean Berenberg we so we had a tracker do you remember the management information pack tracker where we showed how many moves we'd done in like a quarter I think we used to measure it on so every three months how many meetings we'd held how many events because there are events left right and center external and internal uh what else did we track joiners leavers transfers and I still have some of the data now and we moved we did something like five or six moves in a quarter 
and we moved 190 people in that time some of them were like five person moves some of them yeah were over 100 people but it was oh yeah it was a crazy time we were working most weekends IT hated us because yeah. we would have to be the ones that you know took the bad news to them often at short notice as well because everyone wanted everything done yesterday saying mm we've got to move who wants to work this weekend <laughs> the only saving grace was they got paid overtime for it but um yeah that mm. was a challenge yeah so office moves is probably not one of my most uh, enjoyable uh, things when so in my current role before we had an IT um manager I used to run the IT so I set up from finding an external provider to bring them on board I then used to have to try and so I set up our um, single sign-on application and <laughs> it was quite stressful. I had a really tight deadline for it. I'm not technical, so I had to spend like days and days and days reading articles of how to try and set this up and then also try and work on a tight timeline because we only had certain hours with this external company. Um, so I think IT management I know this doesn't directly fall under the hat of saying maybe office management, maybe more hybrid. I think even that, I remember one one evening we moved into the office. I said, nope, I think we can save money. I will put the screens on the desks. And there was only actually nine screens. Um, and I really wish I didn't say this because I remember my friend what calling you thinking, me. You're crazy on a Friday night saying are you still coming out for drinks are you going to come are you going to come and I remember just being under this desk couldn't cable it properly and I was having really bad problems I couldn't get the screen to turn on and I think I started to well up a little bit because I was like I don't even know why I'm doing this why am I here <laughs> but oh, no. you kind of have to like pull yourself together and just like come on like if you aren't going to do it then no one else is going to do it and look it's not forever so just do it um and I think the other ones Hannah was um when we were working at Berenberg it was very early on at my time at Berenberg we had to sort this cupboard of archive filing in like a roller thing um so it was the research library yes wasn't it it was the roller racking I don't know if anyone listening has ever had roller racking systems in the past but yeah research were hoarders let's just say that just to give you an idea of how much crap they had and we had to take the roller racking down didn't we and then we were expanding the desk space right so yeah yeah carry on yeah clearing out that cupboard that was probably not one of my favorite times as well um but I think you have to do all these kind of things because uh it was actually funny in the off-site which we had on Friday um there was a picture of me with like a hard hat on in construction and uh they were like this was Emma when she was on the top of a new brand new building she's worn many hats and I think that's true about the office manager um if you like that you get to wear all these different hats and I think you just have to embrace it and then you just laugh back on it <laughs> yeah I mean it's funny because you were literally wearing a hard hat but you do go from building sites and you know I often make the joke that I don't think I'd have been in as many male toilets as I have to date if it wasn't for being in office and facilities management <laughs> so yeah we wear many many hats from plumbing to IT to HR to yeah health and safety building manager types and all sorts so okay so you've you touched on it a little bit there actually sort of leaning on to the next question and you've you've shared some tips so far already in in some of the conversations we've had but 
what would you say successful office management looks like for you? And is there any advice that you can give to people listening on how to get there, how to be successful? Yeah, I think to be a good successful office manager, I think it really starts with understanding the business and what is it exactly that the business that wants to achieve. Um, And I think then that filters down into obviously the office manager's priorities. But I think it's about having, we all say this, having good suppliers, making sure that you're checking in with them regularly, that you have good uh, relationships with them to fix any things that might be going um, a bit off piece and making sure that the office kind of runs in the background seamlessly and that everything, this all sounds very ideal, doesn't it? Everything is working as it should be and you're addressing issues as and when they come up and you're engaging with people that if they tell you the, I don't know, the printer's broke or the toilet tap is not working, that you actually address it, you follow up with communication so that people really feel that um, they've been taken on board and just making sure that the office looks as good as it can and just enabling people to like do their day-to-day job without having to worry that or the air conditioning is not going to work, or um, I'm not going to go and make a coffee, I'll just go out of the office because that coffee machine never works. Um, I think it's just about making things uh, seamless and just being personable and friendly and trying to fix it all together. Um, I think one of my biggest tips that I've only learned, I guess, within the last few years, and maybe this comes from working in a smaller organisation, is um, networking. You really don't know the power of your network. So I'm really grateful uh, for anyone who gives me sometimes like half an hour just over a coffee. Um, I recently met with a new office manager at another firm and they gave me a really good contact from print suppliers because we were basically our deck binding went from 10 up to like 70 overnight. And our poor assistant couldn't do this. So they gave me a, someone gave me a local printer and they could do that. So they were absolutely amazing. So I think um, my biggest advice for anyone, even if you're working in a big organisation, is to network and speak with other office managers, because sometimes it's very hard. Office managers report into many different people. It can be the COO. It can be someone abroad. It could actually be another office manager. But if you have that personal network, you can kind of talk about suppliers, talk about any issues or concerns, what's worked well for them, what's not worked well for them. Um, and sometimes, yeah, it's just good to chat to them or maybe have a little moan if you're feeling really down <laughs> to try and pick yourself up. Um, yeah. Each week on the Office Manager Diaries, we like to share a tip with you on how you can excel in your office management role. This week, my tip is be prepared for every meeting and every eventuality as far as you possibly can be. For example, for every meeting I used to go to as an office manager, I'd prep at least two to three bullets of items to discuss or raise with suppliers, service providers, the building manager, the engineering team, the decorator, the project manager for our fit out company, cleaning company, my line manager, as well as members of my team if I managed people during that time. And if I didn't have enough to put down onto paper and they didn't either, is there really any point in having that meeting? 
So I would challenge that and try and get some time back there as well. In relation to other things and being prepared, it's about trying to have information and source information and put it at your fingertips. It's really important to understand and have access to things like your health and safety policies and allow other people to know where they are, let them know where they are in case you get inspections and maybe have a physical file of some of your policies and things there so that if you do get inspected, you're prepared and you've got everything at hand ready to be seen. But also, you know, your office lease, do you know when it expires? Do you know what your notice period is? Do you know what you pay per square foot? Do you know what you pay on rates and service charge and insurance and all these other bits of information that you can gather and pop into a spreadsheet or a database or an app, whatever it might be that you can access through your company so that whenever you're challenged or asked for information, on the office or on when contracts and the lease and other things expire you can give that information to the uh, you know CEO CTO COO whoever it might be any of the C's and O's really really easily and simply because you have prepared in advance and got it at your fingertips that's my advice for this week and I hope you enjoyed the episode No, I love that. And I think networking was one of the tips that I shared recently on the on the podcast as well. So completely agreeing, which is why obviously we we exist as well. So okay, so where do you see yourself in your career in the next few years? What's your ambition and what's driving that? I don't know if it's quite clear for me. Um recently I've started to take on more HR projects. It's a very different pace to office management, and that's what I'm trying to navigate at the moment. But it is very exciting. For example, on Friday, I ran an offsite, um, and that was more around our culture. And I actually really quite enjoyed it, although I'm a little bit introverted. So me standing up for the whole day and talking is probably not the funnest. Um, potentially, maybe, hopefully, one day be a HR director, maybe even a partner would be amazing. Um I also do get quite excited by very big projects, office moves and fit out. So I'm not sure where life will take me. I'm going to explore the HR piece um, and I definitely want to give it a good go. And I've got a really great um, new manager who has experience in this space. But maybe if all else not fails, but if I want to go off somewhere differently, maybe within a larger organisation, maybe international fitting out various offices, um, looking after various teams, although it sounds very stressful going from a small firm to a big firm. Yeah, so it's quite open, um, but it's definitely still within the office management or HR space. I think, you know, this is the nice thing about when you're working for a smaller company, because you can be in HR, you can be in office management, and, you know, you did procurement quite heavily at Berenberg, I know as well, and you can be in accounts or IT if one wishes it. You know, there's so many that you can still get your hands on and involved in. And culture, I think, sits quite well between the HR and the office manager roles. It just depends on the size of the company as to who's responsible for it. But generally, they collaborate if there are departmental um, responsibilities there. So, yeah, and I and well done you for standing up and doing an offsite because I know I know you and I know that would have been a moment. So um, yeah, another another proud moment I think there, Emma. So to sum up, then what is it that you love about being in office management and you know the hybrid role that you're now in? 
and you know what really drives you what really got you into this role what do you think it is about your personality or your skills that matches it well and and yeah ultimately you love about it well this is why I said at the start Hannah this is why I owe you because you were actually the one who got me into office management I think when I met you I remember the room I remember seeing you there and and just how you spoke and how passionate you were about office management at that time I was like well this woman is like a boss she's a boss lady um so I yeah I think for that um I was super inspired by you at the time and and I still am. Um, and I thought, yeah, this sounds cool. Um, it's a natural progression for me to go from like receptionist into being your assistant at the time. And I even said this to the guys when I joined my current firm was that I am, you basically took me into every meeting with you. So I learned very quickly and just took so many notes. And that was a great experience for me. Um, so I think that's kind of what got me excited about office management. And I've been very lucky to progress my career kind of throughout Berenberg and the firm that I'm at today. And I'm super grateful for those opportunities. And I think that makes me, when I have these new opportunities or I get given these new projects, that's what drives me forward and kind of makes me excited. Uh, I just, again, I think going back to what I said before, I just like the diverseness and I love project management. Um, whether that be a fit out or finding a new supplier or changing something within the office I I love project management and I like seeing the impact that it has on the business and also the workplace as well I'm going to ask you a question that I can only ask you and none of my other podcast guests because they've not been in the position you have but I'm sure there's probably people listening who would love to know given you've just said that yes we we met and I hired you um back then as I think it was like office assistant or something was your title wasn't it I can't quite remember but um you were effectively my direct assistant PA but also doing junior office management and um covering reception from time to time when we had holidays and things there you had a, a real sort of diverse role back then what was it like working with me for me because <laughs> I'm sure if you don't mind me asking you and putting you on the spot because I didn't prep Emma on this one no, that's fine. but as you mentioned um, at the end I'm sure people would like to know <laughs> yeah I mean I, I, when I first met you I was super inspired by you and I still am um it was a very the role into the I think it was operations assistant office assistant that transition into that role was a lot of learning for me quite quickly. So I think one time we had an event and I had, we didn't have enough chairs in the meeting rooms and I had to work out all these chairs, but I felt quite stressed at the start because <laughs> it was all brand new to me and I just got completely flustered and you kind of sat me down and went through all this paperwork of all the different room sizes, all the different chairs, and we sorted it out and I felt so much better afterwards. Um, no, I really enjoyed working with you. I think in terms of your style and how you trained me up I'm super grateful because I feel like that excelled my career quicker and um, gave me insight into many different things you always used to take me into different meetings and I was yeah you really invested the time in me which I was super grateful for yeah I mean there were some stressful points we worked a lot of weekends I think some yeah late nights as well I rem I just remember this piece of like on your desk there was a pile of paperwork 
and I just remember this was like your whole whole to-do list on 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 these pieces of paper and I just remember you sort of looking over like oh my god I don't know if I ever want to be an office manager or an operations manager <laughs> has so much work and I just remember you used to be like I need to block my diary I need to look through all this paperwork and I was like wow how do you ever like get to this point um and I guess yeah I admired you you always pushed for um what you thought was right or what you thought was the best idea and um yeah he was always putting that forward to management and I think it was a really good kickstart into my career so I'm I've been very lucky to be with some quite amazing people um in my career like working with working with you Hannah but also with um some of the people at my current firm um I work very closely with the CEO and the CPO so I'm very fortunate (laughs) Didn't get too much juice there, people, but hopefully enough of an insight. I am. Um, I just remember. I mean, you were fantastic for me because I, you know, you did want to get into this, and I think you even said to me not not long into starting that you were inspired and you were very grateful for the opportunity and things. You always, you know, vocalise that. But I remember it wasn't long before I left, and it was just crazy, wasn't it? I was flying back and forth to Hamburg meeting after meeting after meeting most days and you would always make sure every day I ate do you remember one thing today that you want yeah you would you know sushi today or pret with the chicken salad do you remember oh. I love that chi- Italian chicken salad and I always you know obviously you did so much more work than just get my lunch but I remember you would always just make sure every day that I ate because there would be so many days where I wouldn't or I would forget because it just went by so I'm grateful for you and and your support and I'm really proud to see you and your growth and everything you've achieved so it has been lovely to catch up thank you so much for being a guest on the office manager diaries Emma thank you thanks so much Hannah maybe one last juicy topic I remember when we uh, moved some of the office around and you left me with the reins one weekend and I forgot to move the printer (laughs) but I don't know how I didn't see it and I remember when you came in on that Monday morning and you sort of was like what what do you mean you couldn't see the printer and I was like oh my god like why couldn't I see this printer and I yeah that was that was a tough moment for me (laughs) but a realization attention good attention to detail oh probably one of the only times you'd ever you know let it down as it were if 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 I can call it that but yeah I can't remember that to be honest so (laughs) you remember more than me but um I I do remember leaving you to do a move I think I was just like you need to you need to be thrown into the fire here and maybe I had personal plans as well I don't know I remember we used to take my well I took my dog in a lot do you remember that my little dog running around enjoying the office moves and when she weed on the partner's carpet do you remember Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I might have kept that one a secret, but she weed. Um, it wasn't Henrik's room. It was um one of the other partners who I don't think there anymore. But you know that really, really expensive carpet that wasn't in carpet tiles. It was rolled carpet. She weed on that. (laughs) Yes, I was like, no one can ever know. Anyway, Mm -hmm. that's my diary. There we go. Well, yeah. Thank you so much again, Emma. It's been really lovely to catch up, and I hope. We will get that glass of wine or two very soon. Definitely. Thanks, Hannah. This episode is sponsored by the Office Management Portal, our free online membership platform aimed at connecting, supporting and empowering office managers in a simple to use all in one self-service resource. You can sign up right now at www 
theofficemanagementportal.com and click the sign up button in the top right. If you want to upgrade your account to our premium membership at any time for unlimited downloadable templates and monthly expert masterclasses, use the code THEOMD for 25% off. That's the T-H-E-O-M-D for Office Manager Diaries for 25% off. Thank you for listening.